Welcome to episode 87 of Kapowcast. <laughs> it's been a long time. It has. Too long. Too long. Far too long. We've missed you. We hope you've all felt the same. If you're still listening, if you're still aware, anticipating <laughs> episodes. It's a patient. I don't know why I turned into Rocky Horror for a minute there. <laughs> uh, joining me today is Jeff Jefferson. Hello. And that's it. That's it. The other two died. We're going to miss them. We have their tombstones in the backyard, like in the Days of Future Past episode of X-Men. <laughs> right next to Jubilee. Yep. All right. Well, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to get one out there. Um, today we're going to talk about in preparation for uh, Wonder Woman. That's the movie, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about Wonder Woman Earth 1, Volume 1. Oh, there's a volume two? Hmm. I should hope so. There wasn't any fucking action in this. <laughs> and that's just a small taste of our <laughs> thoughts on that one. Um, but first, there's been a lot kind of going on, I think, kind of sort of in the realm of uh, news and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like the biggest thing is actually like the most current one of uh, Zack Snyder stepping down as director of Justice League and Joss Whedon taking the helm. Can you believe it? Like, when I first read it, I didn't know the circumstances. Me either. I was like, holy shit, that's like, what the fuck just happened over at Warner Brothers? Like, and like to do that, like in, in post production of a movie, like when it's like, okay. let's see, what month are we in right now? We're, it's May? Yes. Oops. Seven months away from release? Yeah. To be like, okay, well, we're going to switch directors. And then, you know, come to find out, apparently back in March, his daughter committed suicide. Very sad. I, I had no idea. She was, I think, 20 years old. Man. And him and his wife had, had kept it private and just been kind of plucking away and kept working on the movie. That's crazy that, it that is. nobody it's like, heard about it. It's mind-boggling. Like, even, uh, I mean, I don't know if he had already known or if, if, like, it was just a thing where, like, now it's public so I can acknowledge it. Like, Jeff Johns, he, like... You know, tweeted him, and I'm like, wow, he probably worked pretty closely with him. And if it, you know, is this just him now finding out too? Yeah. Like, mad respect him for uh, keeping that so close to the chest. I don't yeah, know, really. I don't know how they accomplished it. I don't know how it's gonna. I don't know how this is gonna play out for Justice League. Um, I can. I. I would definitely say it's. Uh, a lot of people think, like, a lot of really mean-spirited people, like, oh, he's going to save the movie. You know, like, I, whenever you switch directors at such a late point, mm-hmm. it's not a good thing. No, I, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to really have, like, I don't think there's going to be a point where you're like, oh, I can tell Zack Snyder directed this part, and I can tell Joss Whedon directed yeah, that part. Yeah, I mean, it's super late in the production. I think he's just going to kind of keep the overall tone. I know they were doing a couple reshoots, mm-hmm. and there were some rumors about that going around. I don't know if you heard any of that i had heard that there was like rumors of multiple reshoots reshoots taking place that happens uh it seems to be a common theme with uh dc movies well (laughs) there's a lot of common themes with dc movies (laughs) but uh they say they were doing multiple reshoots and uh, the uh uh, insider a scooper oh yeah said that you know the, the film is still a mess um, That's what they've said about everything. Yeah. Tra- granted, it was mainly true, but I don't know. I would assume all the reshoots are just throwing in a bunch of one-liners, so it seems more like a Joss Whedon film. You know, people hear the word reshoot, and they think, like, oh, shit, like, 
I, as far as I know, like every movie goes through reshoots. Yeah. Every movie. Like, and there's this weird, like, connotation about it. Like, people hear it, and they're like, oh, the movie's a fucking disaster. Yeah. They had to go back and, like, I think they're actually going and doing reshoots on Thor Ragnarok right now. What? Oh, the movie's going to suck. Yeah. That means it's a mess. Don't even bother. Um, the, It's funny you mentioned, though, like, uh, the thing with DC is because uh, the Justice League Dark or the, the Dark, whatever, I forget what they're calling it. Uh, just as like dark movie lost its director. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. And I'm just like, holy How shit. Can I, it's not even, it's, it's not even becoming funny anymore. It's just like, how do they keep losing? Like what is going on with, uh, Warner brothers and whatnot where they keep just, uh, losing producers, directors. I mean, Zack Snyder, it was obvious why that happened. But right. Like, right. The flash. I mean, I don't understand. There, there's I guess it makes sense with uh, the Flash because they're going through them so quick. Ah, uh, uh, it's a pun. I got it. <laughs> um, there was also uh, more rumors of Robert Zemeckis or Matthew Vaughn like taking over for the Flash. Robert but, Zemeckis, I think, would be an excellent choice. He hasn't done it. I don't want to. He hasn't done. I'm not saying he hasn't done anything, but he hasn't done like anything that I could think of that big. In well, eons. Um, the last movie that he did that really made any money was like what the Polar Express. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi is apparently also in talks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Sam Raimi, but I don't see him for any more superhero films. So Matthew Vaughn, he did uh, Days of Future Past. Sam Raimi obviously did the Spider Man movies, so it's like DC Warner Brothers just like let's fucking grab any Marvel director. Yeah. We can. <laughs> with like them and uh, Joss Whedon. Um, but the good news is, from what I've heard, there's some early reports that Wonder Woman people are happy with it. Cool. Which I'm going to say what Tony would say if he was here and not dead, that... Uh, <laughs> Rest in peace, Tony. That uh, still remaining skeptical. Mm-hmm. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah, that's uh, tentative, but hopeful. Yeah. You know, it's, you burned me once, but then again, were we really burned, like, really bad? Like, only, I feel the only movie that I was really badly disappointed by was, uh... Batman? BVS, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, like... Like, Suicide Squad, for all its faults, I felt it was a passable popcorn superhero flick. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Man of Steel was awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, it was definitely a reaction to the previous Superman films because uh, they gave, purposely gave it a more somber, darker tone with a lot more violence to uh, counteract Superman Returns. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like, you know. It was literally like the yin and yang yeah, it was of a, Superman movies. It was a soothing balm. <laughs> a soothing what? Balm. Balm. B-A-L-M. Lip balm now. Ooh, my lips are feeling chapped. <laughs> <laughs> That's so unsettling. <laughs> um, God, what else is going on in the world? Uh, rumors of the villain for uh, Deadpool 2 are Black Tom. That would be an interesting choice. They um, will he recently be, will, cast him. Uh, is he black? Nope. Nope. No. Uh, he's apparently from the show The Strain. His name's Jack Kessie. 
Kessie? I don't Kessie? know. I, I saw the first like four episodes of this train. It was really good, but I just uh, stopped being able to keep up. It says most likely playing Black Tom. Huh. Does that mean Banshee's going to be in it? I hope so. Aren't they brothers? Yeah. Their powers don't work on each other. Which is one Just of the like weirdest. Cyclops and he- uh-huh. Havoc. One of the weirdest aspects. So does that mean like Vulcan, does his powers not work on Cyclops? So like Cyclops could uh, just stab Vulcan with a knife and he wouldn't be able to do anything? Because like Vulcan's like super duper powerful. I don't know. I haven't read any of those comics. Does that mean that Cyclops' powers don't work on Cable? Since I don't know if it works for, I don't think it works for children. I think it's just siblings for whatever reason. Hmm. I want answers. Yeah. What about clones? Does it work on the clones? <laughs> I'd say yes. I'm trying to think of instance. Oh, uh, Strife and Cable. Yeah. So assuming, yeah, I think that they've used their powers on each other. Wolverine and young Logan in, in Logan. Yeah. That's another one. Well, the mutant power to, I mean, the claws... That, that doesn't really count as using your mutant. Like, mutant? Yeah, the mutant. The mutant power. <laughs> um, I don't know. Eh. I agree. Do you have any interest in... Um, Scientology? Scientology, yeah. Yes. This, this is a pitch, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard the good news? No, in uh, Sony's Dark Universe. Um, you know, the, if you don't... Not you directly, but if, if you're listening <laughs> and you don't know what that is, that's they're doing like a dark universe of all their monster movies. Or is this no? It's not Sony. It's Universal. I'm sorry. That, okay, now it just okay. sounds like something stupid that Sony yeah, would do. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I always loved the old Universal movies, and being a huge fan of uh, Monster Squad, I find the premise to be very enticing. But that mummy movie looks like hot garbage. It looks like shit. It looks really bad. It's got um, fucking Tom Cruise, Mr. Box Office Poison himself. Uh, well, they, and they've also cast uh, Javier Bardem as Frankenstein's monster. That's awesome. He should be really good. Like, and uh, Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> the spectrum of reaction <laughs> was astounding. <laughs> I don't know. Johnny Depp is just oh, so oversaturated. Now they super strapped for cash. It's only going to get worse. Well, and like not to mention like everybody like fucking hates him now. Yeah, because of the whole uh, Amber Heard thing. Yeah, was that her name? Uh, I think so. Yeah, she's an Aquaman. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know. But, but I'd my, love to see that and a creature of the, from the Black Lagoon movie, a new Dracula that was done well. I'd really like. They haven't made a good Dracula since like Bram Stoker's Dracula. I hated that movie. Really? I yeah. I tried watching it. I fell asleep. I thought it was really fucking boring. I enjoyed it. It had a vampire in it. It did. It also had Keanu Reeves in it. Yeah, his acting was superb. <laughs> and didn't... Uh, and uh, uh, Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. Her, her acting the, was really bad, too, actually. Uh, Anthony Hopkins I loved in it. Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman carried the movie, him and Anthony Hopkins. Well, that makes sense. And, uh, yeah. You have Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins on, on one hand, and then you have Keanu Reeves and Winona, and Winona Ryder, Ryder yeah. on the other hand. It's like, huh, what an odd... Spectrum, much like your it, reactions to those yes. two castings. Well, it was, uh, it was the mid-90s. That's the time when stuff like that could have happened. You know, uh, my theory about them casting Johnny Depp as like the Invisible Man is that he's going to be invisible so people won't have to look at him. <laughs> so maybe people won't be pissed. Is he making weird faces? Is he swaying around? Who knows? He's invisible. Nobody knows. <laughs> um, 
I don't know why I wanted to talk about that, but I just did. I, I'm tentatively interested if they make some good ones. Javier Bardem is uh, Frankenstein. Perfect casting. Remember that, uh, better than that weird uh, Aaron Eckhart. I, Frankenstein. Yeah. I was watching, I watched like 10 minutes of that with my parents. We were all dying. It was so bad. It was like, it, re- it was totally reminded me of that fucking Van Helsing movie where it's just total popcorn garbage. Ugh. Ugh. I agree. Poor Aaron Eckhart. He's so much better than that. I know. He never gets good work. His only good movies are like, Thank You for Smoking. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. And uh, I think he played a boxer or an MMA trainer or something recently in some movie that tanked or hasn't come out yet. But it, I'm sure it will tank. Yes. Um, we also got a new Spider-Man trailer. Uh-huh. In case the other two weren't enough. This one is... The same thing, but it features how neat his suit is. Yeah. His suit talks. You find that out. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm like, wow, that's a little too techy. I agree. For Spider-Man, I feel. I agree. So it makes me wonder if eventually he will get more, like, a more, not like his homemade suit, but uh, just a more tech-down version, like mm-hmm. a, a less flashy but I don't know. I don't want a spider suit with an AI. I mean, what's the point of having an AI in a suit when you have a robot spider suit? sense? Yeah, too. Like it was weird, like seeing like all the different options for web shooters. Like you have one hundred and eighty. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton is looking to be badass in this. I actually uh, just remember I watched also watched the internet international trailer, mm-hmm. and there's a lot more Michael Keaton. I love his character design. He seems really awesome. And uh, the, I love the bombardier jacket with the uh, puffy wool collar to look like yeah, uh, Vulture's it, neck feathers. It, it's so cool. like coggle together. It almost looks by accident. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it doesn't. Like, I love it. It's not like, del- it doesn't seem deliberate. Yeah. Exactly. It looks very uh, utilitarian. Yeah. Um, but the uh, international trailer has a part. Uh, I don't know if you people want to skip through this it's not really spoilerish but um the the international one actually opens with him like talking into a cell phone at the fight in civil war really <laughs> it's like it's him like hiding on the side like waiting for stark to give him his cue and he's like oh, oh man look there's captain america and iron man he's like oh i don't know who that new guy is but he looks really cool <laughs> it's like black panther then you hear tony stark yell under he's like all right i gotta go <laughs> And uh, then there's another clip of him where he's uh, talking about, like, what's going on. He's like, I don't know, you know, it's, he's like, I took Captain America's shield. And then you see Ant-Man get big in the background, become Giant-Man. And he's (laughs) like, that dude just got really big. I got to (laughs) go. It's just really funny and kind of goofy. But uh, I, I, it's weird because I was trying to think, I was like, okay, you know, I got Wonder Woman coming out next week. And then what do we got after that? There's like nothing until Spider-Man, which is weird because I thought there was so much more coming out this year. Yeah. But I feel like we've kind of like fucking blew through it all. We like we, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy, Power Rangers, just like bam, 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 bam. Mm-hmm. King Kong. Um, ooh, my voice cracked. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff still needs to give me the talk about the change. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like after Wonder Woman, like we got Spider Man in July, the first week, like July seventh. Yes, and a week after that. There's uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, which I watched the trailer for that recently. It looks fucking awesome. Are you excited? I am. I love those movies. I didn't like them. You're stupid and wrong. <laughs> Sorry. It's because you're wearing a science shirt. It is. You, I don't know. 
was it the Cranbrook science? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's got the stegosaurus on it. It does. <laughs> no, I I love those movies. They um they were a, a delightful surprise. Like I didn't think like when they were doing the first one, was that Dawn? I think yes. yeah, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I was like, why are they fucking doing another planet? <laughs> like, really? Is this a franchise we, we want to go back and explore? And yet it was. And yet it was. And, and I watched it, and I was like, wow, that was actually really fucking entertaining. I think John Lithgow should have played an ape instead of a uh, <laughs> extremely senile I think he does person. the motion cap for the orangutan. <laughs> he looks like an orangutan. <laughs> and, um, uh, I, you know, where was Harry this whole time from Harry and the Hendersons? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I mystified you with that one. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to Spider-Man. Um, Looks good. Got more. I'm still feeling like I'm glad I don't have cable. Yeah. So I don't get to no, see all the TV, in, uh, TV spots. No, shut new. up. <laughs> <laughs> see where you're going with that. Because um, even though I told myself, like, I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to watch this trailer. I um, would avoid trailers if we didn't talk about them, them all yeah. the time. Do you guys really care that we review trailers? Like, is that something you guys look forward to us talking about? If not, too bad. We could just stop talking about it. But at the same time, it takes up a good chunk of time, so I don't have to think of anything else. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's an easy pass, and I like it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's fun to dissect trailers and then find out how right or wrong you were. Mm-hmm. That's what I actually enjoy that. Um, I'm hoping this movie saw some surprises that it doesn't, it isn't as paint by numbers as the trailers kind of make it look to be yeah i'm getting scared that marvel's just like really mass producing the movies and just like churning them out because they're all getting at least uh the last like doctor strange and uh, guardians of the galaxy 2 were extremely formulaic mm-hmm. i'm not that i didn't enjoy them or think they were great or you know a visual feast but you can't be i mean don't get us wrong you can be critical and still enjoy something yeah exactly like i'm, I'm scared that their movies are going to start losing their uniqueness and their quirkiness and their rough corners it, that made them so interesting, and they'll just be more polished and more designed to be more palatable to as vast wide of an audience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because, like, yeah, we have... It was weird because we were actually talking about this the other day, uh, me and, 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 and the girlfriend. I don't mm-hmm. know why it took me so long to say that. <laughs> I was trying to think of what like term to use, and I just went with the base. The significant other. The significant other. The the, the missus. The life mate. <laughs> we were talking, and I was like, you know, I was like, there's, it's weird because there's three Marvel movies coming out this year, and, I'm, and then I was like, you know, and then next year there's Infinity War and Black Panther, and I was like, there's a third one. I know there's a third one. And Ant Man and the Wasp, I think, also comes out next year. Mm-hmm. And it was like weird. It's like there was a point where we were only getting like one a year. Yeah, and we were thankful. Yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> but here's something that will really blow your mind. Uh-oh. The last time we went a year, that there was a year without any of the Marvel MCU movies, was 2009. That's nuts. That just shows how, uh, how much investment has gone into it. Which even kind of blew my mind once I thought about that, because I was like, wait a minute, because Iron Man was released in 2008, and Iron Man 2 came out then in 2010. So how the fuck did they manage to do only a year span? Yeah. They cranked that movie out fucking fast. Yeah, it kind of shows in a... And a lot of people hate it, and that's probably why. I don't I don't hate it. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it for what it is. Um, the third one I hate. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never Back pass down on a chance that. to <laughs> point out I didn't like Iron Man 3. Uh, definitely the weaker 
of the trilogy. Yes. It sucks when a trilogy ends on a uh, weak note. Which is way too often. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars. Uh, I really liked Return of the Jedi. I did too, but most people consider yeah. it weaker than uh, Empire Strikes Back. When I was a kid, Return of the Jedi was my favorite, but then when I got older, I was kind of like, you know what, actually, I, I, Empire Strikes Back is way better. I am i don't know. The, Return of the Jedi had the coolest space battle out of them all, so I'm really partial towards it. The Ewoks is what people always go yeah, back to. Yeah, that's the thing. The other two are missing. There weren't any Ewoks in them, so those are points <laughs> off for both of those. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3, the, definitely the weakest. Uh, uh, X3. The, the original X-Men trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of them. It makes sense. I mean, well, fuck, Rambo. Jurassic Yeah, Jurassic Park. Park. Holy shit. They Jaws? Just, <laughs> well, there was more than three Jaws. Was, there was I think there four. were only three. There was Jaws, Jaws 2, and Jaws the Revenge, I think. Jaws 3D. Oh, wait. Was Jaws 2 the Revenge? Jaws 3D was the third one, I'm pretty sure. I feel like there was more Jaws movies. They should uh, make a Jaws movie directed by Joss Whedon. A, a, a Jaws they could call it, they, Yeah, they could call it Joss's Jaws. Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, Jaws the Revenge. Oh, so there was a fourth. Yeah. Because I was going to say the original uh, Batman trilogy, but there was no original Batman trilogy because it was four movies. That's true. But many would think they probably should have stopped at three. Yeah, a lot of people would actually, but but yeah, um, well, the Nolan trilogy. Yeah, uh, even like the Nolan trilogy, like even I, I'll say like, I actually was thinking about the Nolan trilogy. That well, eventually we're going to talk about this comic book. I was actually thinking about the Nolan trilogy the other day, and I was like, you know, Batman Begins is a great opening, I, and of course, Dark Knight. I mean, I can't say enough fucking wonderful things mm-hmm. about that. And and then Dark Knight Rises. There were so many good ideas crammed into such a small amount of time, and like. For me, what really saved that movie was the end, yeah. like the very end. Um, that left me kind of satisfied, but I'm not. I mean, by no ways was it a bad movie. It but, was passable. Yeah. The problem was, of course, uh, the obvious. I mean, uh, Heath Ledger dying, so they had to totally go back from the ground up as to what they were planning for the third yeah. one. Um, but yeah, like. Uh, <sighs> Not a lot of not a lot of good trilogies. Well, I mean, it's hard to churn out a Back second. to the Future. Yeah, that's another one. That's I enjoyed it, but a lot of people. I mean, it, I, I didn't like it as much as the second one, but um, mm, I'm having trouble. Lord thinking. of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> too long. Too. It's you know what's weird is I bought the extended cuts of those, and I think oh. I've only watched the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh-huh. Like I just I can't devote the time. I'm just I don't have that attention span yeah, no anymore. Shit. Um, RoboCop. That's a classic case of the third one being terrible. Terminator Dur- when it was originally a trilogy. Well, I mean, fucking, how do you top Terminator two? Um, you don't. You make the Terminator a sexy lady. <laughs> That's what you do. They're gonna do releasing Terminator two in 3D in theaters. Really? Yeah, I'd watch that. I am too. Let's go. Okay, right now. <laughs> Bad tri- man, we could just go on and on yeah. about really bad trilogies, <laughs> apparently. Um, I'm running out of trilogies to think of. The, I, I still maintain them. Blade. So f- Blade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Tony, if he weren't dead. Uh, <laughs> if he hadn't tragically died. <laughs> if he hadn't tragically died in that sailboat accident. So <laughs> it nearly happened to Hulk Hogan. And uh, uh, Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. It was a speedboat or 
ski, like a water ski, ski? like yeah, hit him in the like face. That. Oh, I saw pictures. Yeah, man, his eye socket looked like it was all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know Tony really likes the Blade uh, trilogy. I think. Yeah, I'm sure he does. And if he were alive right now, he'd be able to defend himself. But he's fucking dead. Yeah, and so. his shitty taste in movies died with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'm just saying he's dead. You're attacking the man's taste. Well, I mean, it's unfair to him to uh, not be honest about him. It's unfair to his legacy. <laughs> but no, a lot of people liked Blade 3, and I think it's mainly because of uh, Ryan, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I enjoyed Parker Posey in it quite a bit. I thought she was very attractive. Uh, and the Pomeranian. Triple H. Triple H. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, the movie's entertaining, but yeah, I felt like I was just watching Underworld or something. Here's a stumper for you. Ha. Huh. The Star Wars prequel trilogy, did that progressively get better or worse? Um, It minutely got better. <laughs> <laughs> like the second one had some good action scenes in it. The fucking love story. Oh. Yeah. You was- can check out our Star Wars prequel episode, which we did. Back last December, not oh, this past yeah. December, but the December four, where we just ripped those movies to shit. Yeah, we were unkind. But I guess like by default, like the third one is the best. But I, I don't. It's mainly because of Palpatine having so much screen time. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, I know. Bless he, his heart. He saved that film, made it watchable. Um, I liked uh, General Grievous a lot too. That was so weird. I know. Yeah, right. I was gonna try to do the weird like <laughs> the weird like lizard chase <laughs> Good God, it's like Michael Winslow up in here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this book. Oh yeah. Um, oh wait, there was one other thing. Oh, what's that? Casting news. Casting news. What casting? Tom Hardy is Venom. Oh my God, you're right. Yep. I forgot about that. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Fucking Tom Hardy is Venom. I think it's excellent casting. I think it's great casting. I'm still not on board with them doing this movie. Um, I it definitely caught my interest when this was announced. I don't know if they. I think they can do it right. I. It's just Spider-Man is so integral into the origin of Venom, and yes. they've already stated this has no attachment to the MCU. And and Sony has already tried building their own Spider-Man cinematic universe and failed fucking miserably. Like not only failed, but like fucking crashed and burned. Yep. Hopefully, I, just, I don't have the faith in the people in the higher ups to make it good. Um, I don't know. I'll give it a shot. It, and with uh, Tom Hardy, and uh, with even with the really bizarre restrictions on the character. I think it's still possible to pull off a good movie. Do you think he'll eat brains? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he eats lots of brains and chocolate. <laughs> it was it, that came out of like yeah, it came out of left field. Like yeah, like, that's a very bizarre choice. Um, I think it's a good choice because uh, well, Tom Hardy's a hell of an actor. He's always played darker, well, often played darker characters, tormented mentally characters. He's one of those uh, Christian Bales that always just kind of fucking throws himself. Yeah. Into a role. Like, say what you want about Bane. Like, he was pretty much, aside from the fact that he had a mask on. Yep. But, he, like, you know, he was unrecognizable yeah. to a point as Bane. And then uh, his role in uh, Bronson. Yes. Um, he was also really enjoyable in Inception and uh, yeah, The Revenant. 
And who could forget? Uh, oh yeah, the Revenant. Did you see, yeah, he was unrecognizable. Fucking, he was amazing in yeah. that. I'm pissed he didn't get an Oscar. Yeah, Fuck man. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, he was amazing in that. Like yeah, definitely. Uh, and then who could forget? Well, fucking Mad Max. Oh yeah, he wasn't that. Yeah, I didn't see that. That's why I. It's really, really good. A lot of people love it, and I just haven't gotten around. It's to, beautiful. Like the cinematography, the simplicity of it. It's just so artistic, and it's a visual feast, and it's got hot um, supermodels in it. Tom Hardy, he's he's thirty nine year old years old. Do you think he's too young or too old? I'm sorry, too old for the role. Um, no, I mean he doesn't look like he's pushing forty. I think he could play someone who's like twenty five. It depends on what age they're making Eddie Brock in this. Like, is it fresh out of? Is he? I mean, what are they? Is it? Have they confirmed he's Eddie Brock? Like, is no? He Flash I don't Thompson? think they actually is have confirmed. Fuck, yeah. He could be a different Venom. He could be Matt Gargan. Or- oh, you're right. They could go the Matt Gargan right route. But I still feel like it's just so weird to have Venom without Spider-Man. It's, it's kind of like having, like, uh, I don't want to say, like, a Joker movie, but, you know. Well, yeah. like, DCs, they're doing, like, a, a Nightwing movie. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, well, you have to acknowledge the past you can't have a nightwing movie and not acknowledge batman because that's integral to the character's past very much so and i kind of feel the same way with venom like it's so i I mean mean, if they handle it well like if they allude without outright saying that's yeah i guess that's the best way they can do it. that's what i think they should do but we'll see you'll get jacked for the role oh yeah He's gonna look. He's gonna swole as fuck. The good thing is he does not have very like big shoes to fill. No, <laughs> toe for grace. That's I mean, and that movie. I mean, it just has to give us a better Venom than Spider Man Three. Yeah, I mean, that's all. I mean, that's all I, I want. It, if he could just refer to himself as we. Yeah, that'd that be would, nice. You know, that would I would I would almost be completely content with that i mean to be fair most of venom's best stuff didn't involve spider-man at all like there was uh stuff like his most famous stuff other than when uh, i mean him fu- duking it out with carnage i mean fighting other characters is like lethal protector which a lot of his comics didn't involve spider-man when he was really big in the 90s so it's possible for him to solo he do you a- think they go that route and they give like uh they make the villain carnage I don't know. That'd be cool to have Carnage. Like, as you think about it, like, who would you put as a villain? I would say Carnage. In the Venom movie. Yeah, like, the first person you think of is, well... Most of the other people he's tangled with are currently stuck in one property or cinematic universe or another. I mean, yeah, you kind of have to kind of mine deep, kind of like how Marvel did when they were stuck without, like, the X properties and the Fantastic Four and such and so forth. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't know. I th- I will watch it without thinking it'll be a giant piece of shit. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't. I shouldn't just write it off completely. I mean, uh, you have. I could understand why you would. Some trepidations about it. Yeah, cautious optimism. I guess they got, this I mean, news is a definite step in the right direction. I feel. Yeah, it did get me more interested in it. I would say it. It got me less dread on it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was just going to see it just to see. Like, I had no expectations one way or another. But this points me towards maybe this won't be a piece of shit. Maybe it'll be a, you know, a big turnaround. Who knows? Um, 
But we'll wow. see. Tom Hardy, uh, he's done he's done some stinkers too, so it's not a guaranteed. Well, you can only do so much with a role. I'm trying to think of what he was in. That was bad. Well, now you're putting me on the spot. I can't think of anything either. You heard it here first. You can't do a bad movie. Um, I know what I was going to ask you. Uh, how about the uh, the casting of couple characters for the New Mutants? Uh, I haven't heard. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, Maisie Williams, right? She's, yeah, she's uh, playing Wolf Spain. I think that's a really good choice. And uh, I like her a lot. She's a she's a talented actress. Uh, actress by the name of Ananya Taylor Joy will be playing Magic. Huh. Which is Colossus's yeah. sister. Which I'm like, huh. Well, all right. Ileana. Yeah. Um, I'm very interested to see, though, if they... Uh, what else they do with this? Because I know we said that, like, this year was, like, huge year. But, like, next year looks even fucking more... Gargantuan. Gargantuan with three Marvel films, three Fox films. Uh... The animated Spider-Man movie, Venom. Yeah, that's already at uh, almost ten there. Yeah, and the Han Solo solo movie. <laughs> 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 we're mature. Bob, let's talk about this fucking book, though. Oh yeah, that is why we're here. But that's what happens when you take like three weeks off. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you feel constipated. Mm-hmm. All the nerd knowledge. You we had the more in the death of Mikey and Tony. Yeah, that's true. In their tragic. Spelunking uh, <laughs> death. We had to uh, scatter their ashes into uh, a volcano, mm-hmm. which I felt was unnecessary. Because we found a weird ashes. necklace, and it, it it seems to be giving us bad luck. Yeah, a lot of bad luck. It's weird. You can watch out for necklace volcanoes. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Wonder Woman Earth One is actually written by one of your favorite authors. Yes, Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison, that fucking weirdo. And uh, there's some other names that I can't pronounce, so I'm not going to. Because <laughs> that's just how we do. Yep. We just ignore it if we can't pronounce it, because this is America. <laughs> uh, this book, it kind of follows in suit to the other Earth One books of a retelling, a, a reimagining, mm-hmm. if you will. A streamlined will. retelling, <laughs> if you will. Of uh, there's, there's a handful of people that I don't think get, <laughs> get what we're doing every time we do that. But... Uh, Retelling of Wonder Woman's origin story, and uh, right off the bat, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> say uh, the book didn't really f- do it for me. Yeah, it wasn't very. Uh, it was a lot of talking. It, yeah, it was a lot. It suffered from the same problems that uh, the Teen Titans uh, Earth One. Uh, it was called Earth One, right? Yeah, a lot of um. Condensed storytelling thrown together to get it all out of the way at once. Well, like, and the, the book is literally, and I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding stupid. It's a story. Yeah. It's literally like Wonder Woman. She's standing, she's on trial, and she's just telling a story. Yep. It's in the form of a uh, monologue. Well, yeah. And it's, it's, it's an unusual, you know, leave it to Grant Morrison to pick the most unusual way he can to tell an origin story. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is something you see in, like, I don't know, episodes of cartoons and stuff like that, but not really normally for uh, a comic. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy, like, some things in it. Like, I enjoyed, like, uh, Wonder Woman. She went back into, you know, uh, normal world, like her naiveness uh-huh. and Man's stuff like that. Man's world. Man's world. Um, she's definitely, like, a badass chick. 
Oh yeah, I um, there's a lot of things I actually really enjoy. I love the art in it. The art is beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Ex- vibrant. And, uh, I wish all we the faces knew how were... to pronounce the fucking <laughs> name. <laughs> Everyone's facial expressions are, ex- you know, they you can see like emotion and everything they portray. It does a really good job of telling the story. The uh, paneling in it is super cool. Like especially like when the first part with Hercules subjugating Hippolyta. Uh, the bordering between the panels is ancient Greek pottery, symbol, yeah. you know, uh, patterns, and that is just, and just really like, imaginative. And uh, right yeah. here, there's some bordering, and it like kind of goes into a, a W, and there's like a curve here, and it's like yellow with like stars on uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Like and it's it's so out, like not out there, but it just adds so very much artistic, more to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, as for the story itself, uh, it was slow. Very slow. There was zero fighting in it, but it still kept my interest from start to end, unlike uh, Teen Titans Earth 1. Because, no, I, I read this book a couple months ago, so I'm a little foggy on the memories because I can't retain a lot of information. Yeah, that's uh, fine. I, you got a cell phone. You throw it I, on there. Yeah, I learned something new and something kind of goes out. <laughs> oh, there goes my address. Yep. Oh, there goes my, my PIN number. <laughs> I'll remind you. Don't worry. Um, but... Uh, one of the things that just stuck out the most to me, and this is going to be kind of comical, is like her interaction with Steve Trevor. <laughs> she just like grabs his dick. <laughs> Are you a man, Hong Kong? <laughs> just with her Amazonian strength, <laughs> just grabs his dick. That was funny. That was that was like one of the parts that, for whatever reason, stood out to me. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of. Another thing that they did in this, uh, Grant Morrison, he was always a big Wonder Woman fan, and he paid homage to uh, her origins with all the bizarre sadomasochism and sexual dominance that the Amazons were doing to each other mm-hmm. and to everyone else. That's uh, something that was very heavy in the original comics that he brought back to life, which I enjoyed quite a bit. Like uh, the Amazons, when they... like a show of uh, friendship is through collared submission and yeah. like all kinds of bizarre stuff. Like, like even the cover of this book is yeah, her in like yep. chains. That was a, like, another, huh. that ha- that's a big thing. Like in the original Wonder Woman comics, every other panel, she was tied up, chained well, up, the, uh, strapped the to walls. Artists originally had like a, or creator was like a huge, like uh, into dominatrixes. Yeah. He was a fetishist. He was yeah. a, a, I can't remember if he was a psychologist or a, psychology major but yeah he like lived with his wife and one of his students in like a weird sexual relationship it was very bizarre yeah but yeah this comic harkens back to other aspects of the wonder woman mythos that are often ignored nowadays and uh another thing that's also brought in this is a lot of heavy-handed um you know you men and your evil ways you're destroying the world around you like um not as much as in some other Wonder Woman comics, and it being a origin story, it's understandable. But uh, I don't know; it just gets it gets tired. It's just such a trope in Wonder Woman comics. Yeah, you know, uh, Diana, you mustn't, you know, you mustn't go into man's world. Mm-hmm. You know, you you were talking about how they they brag about you know no war on Themyscira. It's like there's like a hundred of them. Yeah, like, it's who, are they, gonna, tiny who are they going to fight with? <laughs> you know. Um, that's, that's the one thing that's always turned me off of, like, the... Uh, and I don't know if it's supposed to, but it's always turned me off of, like, uh, the Amazonians and Themyscira's. They're just so fucking high and mighty. Yeah, they're extremely arrogant. I mean, they're a lot like the Atlanteans. Yeah. Which is funny, because they ended up boring with each other in a DC uh, 
with uh, uh, Flashpoint. Yeah, yeah, Flashpoint just recently. But I mean, I mean, Wonder Woman, Diana, she, uh, she, you know, kind of breaks the mold a little bit. Like they make her definitely a lot very likable. Yeah, very interesting. She has like this, this like like I said, she has like a kind of a naiveness to her. Yep, that's definitely. enjoyable, especially when she's like you know uh, going out to man's world, and she when she uh, leaves the hospital and the army comes. Uh huh. You know, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, there are things to enjoy about it. I felt that it showed a lot of promise, but um, I I would read the next one, but this one as a standalone definitely wouldn't recommend. But if it catches your attention, like, and some of the writing, it is so bizarre. Like, people don't act at all like actual human beings would. <laughs> like, Steve Trevor uh, lying to the government about the existence of Themyscira. I guess it's understandable. Because, like, in the book, he was, like, purposely set, sent there. Yeah. Well, like, in, yeah, in this, yeah, they're detecting a biz- They detected a signal. It turned out that uh, Hippolyta had inadvertently... Uh, revealed the presence of the island but from a signal from a, like a magic crystal ball she was using to spy on man's <laughs> world and just going ah, each time she looked. And Fucking then they get off your horse. <laughs> and then they then they like interview a big fat sorority girl. Like and they're like, oh my god, she's grotesque. She's so fat. I'm like, man, you know, that's kind of judgmental. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Amazons like they see her, they're like, what has she done to her form? Like <laughs> Yeah, it's totally very, body uh, shaming. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah, they talk about how uh, in Man's World all the women are stunted cattle and like all this other stuff. I'm like, man, these guys are very unlikable. Yeah, well, I mean that that's a that's another common trope in uh, shielded cities like Gorilla City. Everyone's like, hey, you filthy humans and your world of war. You know, like, and then Atlantis is the same way in DC and Marvel. I mean, I guess are we really that much different? Um, like a lot of people in America look at like other nations and are like they're just savages. And <laughs> so yeah, I had to, I had to bring it. Oh yeah, it's circle the, uh, to that. I you know I can see a comparison, and maybe that's intentional. Like uh, maybe mm-hmm. it's trying to make us see that when we look at other people from a superior perspective, we look like a bunch of pricks, a bunch of Amazonian yeah, bitches, a bunch of. Uh, Dominant, yeah, BSDM obsessed uh, lesbians that just uh, think that we're everyone else's bunch of fat, lazy people. The uh, and, and there's even a point where I think what is it the the large uh, I can't remember her name with the large girl. Uh huh. She like tells him like she doesn't have a problem with her yeah with her body like so I mean keep in mind too this is the first Wonder Woman book I have ever read. Yeah, same here. Ever, um, and part of the reasons I wanted to read it was after reading uh, Batman Earth 1 and Superman Earth 1, was seeing how much inspiration they took from those and put in yeah. Man of Steel and Batman I'll- v Superman. Like, there's a lot of stuff, so I'm very curious to see, like, I might have to read it again because clearly I've forgotten a lot. Um, I might have to read it again and just kind of get a feel for if there's anything, like, Hinted at maybe she'll gra- grab Steve Trevor's dick. <laughs> I don't know. I would like to see that. Um, Medusa's in this too, right? Yeah. yeah, Medusa's in it. The fates are in it. A lot of uh, Greek mythological figures, 
Hercules is in it in the beginning. He's, he's a, great. <laughs> he's a tyrant. He calls yeah. her a bitch. Yeah, he's it's yeah, again, it's the sexual uh submission that's just so prominent in early Wonder Woman work. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, this whole thing like the 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 entire beginning is like he has her like chained and on her knees yep. and he's just standing like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh well, it is in Greek mythology. He's called the despoiler of Hippolyta. But and, don't uh, worry, ladies, he gets his. Yep. He gets um, what's um, coming. <laughs> his comeuppance. It's funny because Wonder Woman in this plays the role of uh, Hercules in their ritualistic combat uh, festival thingy. She wears a lion's head and uh, plays the role of Hercules. And it's really bizarre. Lots of uh, lesbian sex and craziness going on in this book, too. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember the lesbian sex. Well, Wonder Woman's... Uh, What's her name? I think it's Wonder Girl. No, no, it's not Wonder Girl. It's uh, her girlfriend in it. They do, uh, like, it's all implied, although they mention that they're lovers. But there's, like, scenes of them pouring wine off of each other's bodies. Oh, you're right. And, yeah. I, yeah, okay. I remember that. I remember reading that, and I'm thinking, like, huh. <laughs> well, it's an island full of women, so, I mean. And everybody gets urges. Yep. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I would... I would pick up volume two just to see if it's a little bit more action-y. Yeah, I'm hoping that this got, uh, I mean, with Grant Morrison, most of his books, or often his books are lacking in action and more trying to portray ideas, which I enjoy in a lot of cases. And I mean, there are exceptions, like We Three was pretty much nonstop action, very little uh, in the way of uh, even speech bubbles. And I did not care for that. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. We all we all have our hang-ups, our shortcomings. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, I don't even know if, or if Volume 2 is actually out yet. I'm actually trying to look it up now. And uh, the, the, uh, I, I Googled it, and the first article that came up was Grant Morrison hits at Wonder Woman Earth 1 Volume 2, and that's from April 27th, 2016. That sounds like it might be on hiatus then. Yeah. That'd be sad, but oh well. Plenty of other stuff for Grant Morrison to work on. You got to have the file. You can't just call it volume one and then not. Well, hell, I mean, uh, there's so many great unfinished books, like the 12. The, 12, the Bible. The Bible. There's Bible 2 coming out next spring. Um, Jesus is back and he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All-Star Batman and Robin. I've never read All-Star Batman. Oh, it is a delight. I've heard (laughs) a whole hell of a lot about it. I mean, if you don't take it seriously, it's one of the best comic books. I take everything seriously. Very good. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, um, just imagine Frank Miller in full Sin City mode writing a Batman story, and you'll have, uh, (laughs) like, if you thought um, The Dark Knight Returns was uh, amped up, yeah, this... And well, I mean, with, the only thing, the thing that comes to mind every time I think of All Star Batman is that's where like I'm the goddamn Batman yeah. came from. And are you dense? Are you retarded or something? Calling Robin retarded, <laughs> basically beating the shit out of him. From my understanding, yeah, he slapped him around pretty good. It was. I felt that it was a, a playful poke at uh, all the fucked up aspects of the Batman mythos. Well, and if I remember talking to our dearly departed Tony, rest um, in peace, Tony. I'll wear who, a romper who died at a, in, a, in a bungee cord accident. <laughs> he um, died while making a bungee cord. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't actually bungee cording. No. It was weird. Um, but 
he had mentioned that uh, Wonder Woman was in All Star Batman too, and like she was like really just like like it sounds like they kind of took everybody's personality and like turned it up to eleven. Yes, like yes. she's like super like fuck men. Yeah, she hates men. Yeah, the only and uh, her and Superman were banging in it. Like, oh, yeah. And uh, Superman was great in it, too. This was, uh, like, Golden Age Superman who can't fly. Mm-hmm. He uh, jumps over buildings. I mean, he's still freakishly strong, but it's just funny because it doesn't take place in, like, the 1940s. It takes place in modern times. It's a really interesting mix. And then he's super authoritarian Boy Scout in it. Like, uh, And then um, Green Lantern is just a goofball, you know, who... Like, Batman goes on and on about how if he had a ring like that, he could, you know, have the entire world made safe finally, but he's out there making giant boxing gloves. And, you know. <laughs> well, you know, it's, 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 it's a preference. It's true. Um, I did see uh, uh, there is a, a Teen Titans Earth 1 Volume 2. Oh, good. So. <laughs> Review on the horizon? Maybe. No, hopefully nah, not. <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll maybe I'll pick it up and read that it. That one was by far the weakest of any of the Earth ones. Yeah, I think it it probably might go Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Teen Titans. For I. Me. Yeah, I agree. Superman, uh, I enjoyed. If it, if there was more action than the Wonder Woman one, I probably would have liked it more than the Superman one. Like, if they just had some kind of villain show up, other than, like, they had Medusa in it, and then, you know, she didn't even do anything. She, mm-hmm. Well, she showed up, turned a bunch of people to stone, and left. I'm like, well, you kind of have some sort of central villain, like, uh, I don't know. That's what, I felt that, yeah, it was just too dry because of that. Well, and, like, I mean, there really hasn't even been a lot of focus on who the villain is for um, the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. I mean, I know I've, I've some heard. some German guy? I've I mean, heard it's, it's Ares. So he's um, behind the Great War or something? Yeah, probably. That cool. would be my guess. I wonder who that chick is with the uh, prosthetic face. face mask. Yeah, I think that's modeled after those uh, prosthetic masks that uh, people who had their faces half torn off with shrapnel used to wear. If you ever look up pictures like that, oh, it's fucked up. I don't want to do that. <laughs> that, was, that was when they first started pioneering facial prosthesis. Really? Yep. You're so knowledgeable. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of useless knowledge. I watched the History Channel one day, actually talked about history um, back in the day. But, I mean, uh, I don't know if this is the the book I would pick up if I've never read a Wonder Woman book. Um, I don't think, I mean... I have no point of comparison, so... <laughs> yeah. Neither do I, but just for my own personal opinion, like... So this is this this right here. Aside from what I've seen in like cartoons and and movies and and justice tie-ins, and, yeah. tie-ins and stuff like that, like this is my first uh, first taste mm-hmm. of uh, Wonder Woman story, and I'm like, eh, <laughs> eh. I I um I was definitely left wanting more. It makes me want to find something better that yeah. has her in it. Well, I mean, like uh, I wanted more. It had me interested. But it, not yeah. captivated. No, like uh, I, yeah, I felt that it was. It got my attention and wanted me reading more, but as it definitely does not fly as a standalone. I think they failed in that aspect, especially when there's no way of knowing whether or not another one's going to be released. It sh- it definitely. I don't know if he was intending to make a whole big series, mm-hmm. but yeah, by itself, no, no, no. 
Because these are, I mean, these are, are always released as graphic novels. They're not like, uh, it's not like they have like a bunch of single issues. They just yeah. clump together. I wish, like, what I'd really like is uh, copies of the artwork in it. I love the way, like, the Amazonian technology in it. Yeah. Like, with the crazy uh, invisible jet that looks, just... like, looks like labia or something. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I do really, I really like, um, I really like this cover. Yeah, the cover's really cool. Them jousting on kangaroos for some reason. Yeah, that was weird. Um, another thing, you know, it is, has very thick line work. Yes. Like, I've always really enjoyed, I don't know why, but I've always really enjoyed books that have, like, that really thick line work. Um, and, like, the first thing I ever remember seeing that had thick line work, but I wasn't a fan of it, I never watched it, but I just mm-hmm. remember looking at it and like, wow, the lines on that are just really thick, was uh, Daria. <laughs> yeah, show. Like, she had very thick lines. Like, the line work lines. was, like, it was, like, you know... Two centimeters or something like that. It was definitely a departure from her original look in uh, Beavis and Butthead, Butthead, which had like tiny pencil thin line work. It was just, I don't know, for some reason to me, every time I see anything like that, it's always, uh, it it catches my eye, Mm -hmm. you know? It helps to uh, make the colors pop more when there's more of a border between them like that, too. Um, I wish wish Mikey and Tony were here to review this, um, to get their perspective before they died in their terrible horseback riding accident. Yes. That was the worst blimp crash I've ever seen. It was. Oh, my gosh. Christopher <laughs> Reeves. <laughs> Rest uh, in peace. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that'll do it. Um, I, I, would, I would rate this um, lovely story. Uh, I, would, I would give it a, a 5 out of 10 Amazonian dick grabs. <laughs> I good would, hearty, just yeah, mm, good old neat. handful. <laughs> I'd give it six out of ten strangled rapist demigods. That's my usual rating. <laughs> Unrelated rating. That's, that's your standard, yeah. like, gosh, we got to figure out a way to get our reviews on the back of, like, book covers and DVD <laughs> covers. Six out of ten strangled rapist demigods. Five out of ten Amazonian dick grams. <laughs> Best ice cream I've ever had. <laughs> oh, thanks for bringing the yuck yuck. <laughs> um, so that'll do it for this show. Uh, sorry it's, it took us so long to get this out, but you know. I won't apologize. Things happen. Uh, feel free to check us out on Facebook, Kapowcast2015. We also have an Instagram, Twitter, uh, uh, Tumblr. Do we have? I don't know if we have that. I think we do. Yeah. Let's check is out that our... Tumblr still a thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll slap my ass and... That's where the porn goes. Call me Zeus. <laughs> um, Don't forget our live journal and our uh, dead journal. Yep. And our AIM uh, sub-profile. And our MySpace. <laughs> yes. Um, feel free to email us at Kapowcast... Uh, Kapowcast at... What is it? Kapowcast podcast. <laughs> 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 I just had a stroke. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Emails, uh, kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. That's the one. That's it. Um, also, f- all, as always, check us on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network where you can find Jeff's lovely show, the Jean-Paul Van Damcast. Yeah. Did Wait, I say it right? You did. <sighs> you nailed it. Redemption. We just reviewed uh, Double Team with uh, Dennis Rodman. Ah, oh, I was going to say, was that the one with Dennis Rodman? Yeah, Dennis the Worm Rodman. Too sweet. <laughs> um... And you can check us out, our show. That would be helpful. Yeah, uh, we'd like that. 
Also check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. We're literally all over the fucking place. You Google us and we take up almost the whole entire first page now. Yeah, no matter what you look up. Yep. If you look up uh, uh, Tony Parachute Accident <laughs> Death, there you'll see Kapowk. <laughs> I don't feel good about that. <laughs> Tony feels even worse. He does. All right. Well, I think that'll do it. I think so. I think so. I am Mike. And I am Jeff. We're going to go get some food. See you oh, next yeah. time. <laughs> I'm Kapowcast. <laughs>